Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickups of what we've listened to. That leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. If you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, go to Spotify. Please go to Spotify and give us five stars. Five stars only. Get our rating up. Get our rating up. Fuck all the people who gave us less than five stars. They're fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. Um, yeah, and all the social media. Our handle is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And uh, what else we got? Oh, phone number. Phone number is five zero three eight nine three five three zero seven. You can call us, text us on that. Uh, also, or if you just want to go into the description of this episode, you can scroll down a little bit and you can leave us a message through that link. Whatever you want to fucking do. This is your day. This is what. This is why you listen to the pod. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's let's fucking wrap it up. Let's get into the Fearless Beer Review, Jeff. So what do you got? Go. Hold, hold, hold your horses there, buddy boy, Wolf. okay? Wolf. I just plugged in my charger. My Wolf. phone's charging. Hold your horses there. Wolf. Was there you, you running a race? Or is this a marathon? Wolf. This is a marathon. It's going to be a long one. We have uh, quite the episode ahead of us. Turn my light That's on. Sure. Get my beer. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, I actually have a hazy today. Oh, okay. I have a mind haze, Firestone mind haze. Ooh, that's a good one. But butts are for pooping. But I have one <laughs> called Hopical Crush. Have you had this one? I I don't think so. I don't think so. This is like a variety pack of hazies. All they're all mind haze, but they're I guess they're horizontals of of the mind haze. They're different. Okay. They're different kinds. This one's Hopical Crush six point two, double dry hopped with tropical notes. So Ooh, that's right. what this one is. I like the I like the the artwork on here. It's got like a surfer dude. His, his head's a, a pineapple, and there's a there's a volcano in the background. And instead of lava, it's erupting like fruits. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Me, makes me makes me giggle. Here. I have had this one. I have had this one. I, I had it on the pod. I think. Oh. Yeah, I have had this on the pod. Oh, okay. Well, yes, well, yes, well, yes, yes. That's that's, well. that's 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 what I have. Oh well, wow! I'm, like pouring, I'm pouring into my glass right now, and I'm kind of like pouring it like in my lap area, and I can already smell it just coming into my 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 nose, my schnoz. You smell that sweet nectar? Oh yeah! It, no, it's definitely fruity. It smells like <laughs> it smells like um, fuck! What is that? Kerns? It smells like Kerns. Oh, I haven't had a Kerns in apricot Kerns. This smells exactly like apricot fucking Kerns. And you like apricot Kerns? Oh my god, I love apricot kerns. I haven't had that. In, I haven't, probably haven't had it in over 10 years. Uh, neither have I, but the thought of it now kind of disgusts me because it was a really thick drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very so sweet. I probably would not. Yeah, it was like pure sugar. I probably would not drink it again, but uh, that's what it smells like, so here. I'm excited. I don't know. That's kind of gross. Like, like the older I get, the thicker drinks are, the more I don't like them. What about Sunny D? That's not thick. Yeah, but it's like, super sweet. Oh, yeah, I super just I like Sunny D. What's on Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You ready to uh, start drinking? You didn't even tell me what you have. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're just skipping I have, your parts. Uh, just doing my part. We can do that <laughs> if you want. Just do my parts. I have, 
I have a uh, Elysian or Elysian. I don't know how to pronounce it. Space dust. No, it's not a space dust. No, it's another one dust. called another Full one. Contact. It's Full an Imperial contact. Hazy IPA. Mm. It was the only beer at the store that they sold as a single that I haven't had. So oh. had to get it. Um, it's 8.8%. It pours out a nice yellowish color. It smells strong. Um, I hope it's good. I really didn't want anything this strong. I didn't really realize it was a... It was it was an imperial, but um, cause what, I'm bad at reading. Pod reading what's the, uh, before the pod. What's the percent? Eight point eight. Ah, eight point eight. Come on, come on. It's still strong. It's give still it. Strong. Don't bull. Don't bullshit me. You just had <laughs> this one, the one that I have. Mine Haze Tropical Crest. You just had this in June of this year. Yeah, I told you I just had it on the pod. Yeah, you had it June twenty fourth. That's Renee's birthday. You had it on Renee's birthday. Cheers. I had it on and Renee's birthday. And the friend of the pod, Joe, said, "Cheers, Haze, bro." <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> Thanks, friend of the pod, Joe. Yeah, friend of the pod, Joe. Are you ready? Ready to do this? Yeah. No, no, no I am. Okay. Yes, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of yours? Yeah. Just yeah. eh? Yeah. Not, not the best hazy you've had? No, no. I'm, I'm not getting crazy kern notes. I'm not, I'm not getting any Wait. kind of like... Uh, of course you're not. It's not a sugary drink. Huge citrus splash in my mouth. I'm not even getting a, a, a lot of hops. I'm, I'm getting kind of just, eh. eh. Just eh. As Larry David um, would say, eh, eh. Uh, you're, finally, <laughs> you're finally watching mm-hmm. Curb after all these mm-hmm. years. After all these years. Took you long enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, this, is, this is all right. It's fine. Okay, so my, my Elysian is, uh, it tastes really strong upon first sip, but the aftertaste is really good. I don't know if it's because we've been talking about apricot, apricots, whatever, but I, I the aftertaste is very much that that kind of fruit. It has that, but it might be a coincidence. I don't know. I don't know. Getting any but this is mind, good though. It, it, it is solid. Um, it is strong, but uh, yeah, we have a, we have our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So, what would you give your uh, your hopical crush? I give it a uh I give it like a one point seven five. Okay. A little low. A yeah, low. I mean honestly, I'm not a haze bro and and even if I were to choose a haze, it would never be this iteration of mind haze. Mm-hmm. Um I would probably just go for the regular mind haze. I, I just don't there's there's too much there's too much build up for this and, and, and not enough follow through. <laughs> this okay. is not no, okay, I understand. I understand. It's not for everyone. Some people have bad taste in, in, in beer, and you're one of them. So I can't fault you too much for it. But well, sounds like you are, but that's fine. Okay, I am. Yeah, I am. So you give it a 1.75. My um, Elysian, my full contact. I'm going to give this one a... I'll give this one a 1.8. 1.75 as well. I'll give it a 1.75 as well. Yeah. It's not terrible, but I mean, I'd rather drink so many other hazy, so many other regular IPAs. I'm just not a big imperial IPA drinker. It's just it's too too malty, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't go back to this that often. But if I was at somebody's house and they had it, I wouldn't be opposed to drinking it. So yeah, that's where I stand on my beer for this okay. week. So Raul has did not leave a um, a review for mine. I don't know if you checked for yours, but I did. I did. He did not. 
He did not. Yes, correct. So no Raul this week. So let's move on to our vinyl stuffs. So this is where we uh, talk about what we picked up this week or what we've listened to this week that we uh, wanted to bring to the pod. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh, so uh, first thing, uh, 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 first thing uh, uh. I got, I got this also. I also got this at the record show not too long ago. Um, uh-huh. And that is Minute Flag. That is Minute Flag. This is the mashup of, of Minute Men and Black Flag in the 80s. And I think it was only pressed once because they, they agreed not to release it until either of the bands had dissolved. And and so soon after and so soon after um the guy from the Minutemen was uh, was killed in a car accident, so they released this and then Black Flag broke up like the same year anyway. So yeah, it was like a year after they made not even a year after they made this. Yeah. The same but it's down. uh it's cool. It's it's just like a jam improvisation thing. And it's it's from two kind of like punk bands. Black Flag's more punk than the Minutemen were, but no. uh, it's 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 bad. It, it's not very good. It, you can tell, like, these guys just, they're not like jam guys, you know what I mean? But they're having a good time. They're having fun, and it's just it's just fun. It's cool. It's endearing. It, it's kind of cute to think, like, oh, these, the, all these punkers got together and recorded, like, a bad EP and thought it was funny, and were probably drinking, probably just had a good time doing it, and that's yeah. what this is. Well, maybe not with Craig Ginn there, according yeah, to everybody. No, that's true. Very dull guy. <laughs> there's really no singing except for the first song they just there's a chorus that they sing kind of and, and then rollins is backing vocals um so he probably just stood around uh, i fucked everybody with a stern look on his face um but uh it's it's cool I thought, man i thought back when we did the black flag record a couple years ago i don't even think rollins was in the band at the time i think he had just quit and maybe this was, cut a little bit of something just for this record this is when they were they were they were writing uh what the fuck loose nut. Oh really? This, okay. Yeah, this is like during when they were writing loose nut. So this is this came out like I guess right before loose nut. So it's in between loose nut and then slip it in. Okay, got it, got it. And so um yeah, and it's it's cool. It, and it's like I said, I think they only press it the one time, and so I was like, oh cool, like an OG pressing, and I'm a sucker for these OG pressings because now is it really though? It's not a bootleg. No. Shit. No, sir. I don't how buy. Much you pay for I that? do buy boots. I don't remember how much this one was. It wasn't as expensive as as the slip it in, the sealed slip it in. That was like fifty bucks. This one, I want to say, it was in the twenty to thirty range. That's really not bad because a lot of black flag goes for a lot of money. I mean, it's only it's it's fifteen minutes long. It spins at forty five. You know, it's yeah, and yeah, whatever. It's cool though, as long as you enjoy it. So what else? I you do. Um, let's see what else I got here. The other thing is. Primus, Primus is uh, Green Naga Hide. When we did, what we did last, Seize of Cheese, I ranked this yeah. one number one. Yeah, we did. This did is you my really? Favorite. No, this is my you favorite really Primus. Did? I did. Oh, did. Shit, oh, that is stupid. That's well, it's pretty fucking good. So that's, that's a great fine. record, but what you said is stupid. This is their their seventh album, two thousand eleven. Uh, this is the only album with Jay Lane on drums, and and now. I think at the time, too, I was kind of getting into, like, the Grateful Dead, or I was already into them, or whatever. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. but Jay Lane plays with uh, Bob Weir currently on, on the Wolf Brothers stuff, and, and it's just, it's so fucking good. But yeah, I I, I rank this. No, we did Pork Soda, right? After no. Season of Cheese. No, we did Season of Cheese. No. After Pork Soda? We did Pork Soda. No, no, we did Pork Soda. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's just a really fun album that's just kind of silly on the surface, but, like, does... I don't know, it does it does some really great things. Les throws down a lot of a lot of bass chords in a couple songs, 
and then even yeah. like builds a song around like ambient bass tones with like Larry just slowly picking along and like I, I liked it that's cool and it's very poppy and then like again Jay Lane has become someone that I really love to listen to he's the Bob Weird stuff the Wolf Brothers I think it's just so fucking rad his drumming is really crisp and he rides that hi-hat to the bone it adds all these little or, or he adds all these little like like tight tight hits on the hi-hat and it seems like he's playing like really really tight but it's just so crisp that it kind of like gives this illusion because yeah. all he's doing is just these really basic beats but because he's hitting the hi-hat so fucking quick so fast and I really like it it's cool I dig it I mean, you gotta you gotta listen to. Um, I mean, if you're really enjoying his drums that much, listen to the Sausage record. That was the the OG lineup of Primus. I re- I probably should, and I it's really no, good. I will. I'm gonna write in my little notes here. Do that, and then and then remember, I sent you the um, the uh, the Spotify link for that that kind of super group of Les Claypool, the guy from Fish, Jay Lane. I think there was one other guy, the Les Claypool and the, was it, that one was called like Highball, Highball with the Devil. Do you remember that? That jam I band kind of album? I remember that, no. I sent it to you like a month ago, two months ago or something. Did I, that, did that I one's really good the too. send? You did. You acknowledged no. it, but I don't think you listened to it. I think you said, oh, I'll, I'll listen to it later, but you never did. Apparently, you never did. No. But, okay. uh, but it's I, really I, good. I, I, will, I, will, I will listen to the sausage at least because I really do like... And we'll get talked about the Wolf Brothers thing later on too. But uh, the first, the first Wolf one that I heard uh, earlier this year, Jay Lane just, just again, man, says hi hats. I, I just, he's so fast at hitting them that he barely even like taps them, but he hits them hard. And and there's no like resonance, there's no sustain on him at all. It's just, it's just yeah. one and done. That's it. So it gives this illusion of like crispness, but he's not really like doing a lot of fills. But then when he does the fills, he lays out the hi hat entirely. So it's yeah, just, he's. I don't know. He's a really great. great drummer. He's, I think he's a tighter version of Tim Alexander because Tim Alexander has more of like the, he has more of a sw- swingy kind of thing with his playing, like especially on Seas of Cheese. I mean, that record is so swingy. But yeah, Jay Lane is way tighter and so is Brain. Brain is very, very tight, but he's more Bonham style than anything else. It's just so cool how they have all these fucking, they've had these three amazing drummers in the band. It's unreal. It's fucking it's unreal. I know. And the uh, what song did I choose? I gotta go back to my pod playlist. Oh yeah, I, tur- I chose Eternal Consumption Engine because it starts okay. off with that boom, 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 that kind of like like uh, <laughs> circus polka thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I, like this is even like the most technical thing on the album. I think it's just really fun. It's funny, and at the very end, uh, Les like screams, "Everything now is made in China." I think it's just it's so stupid and funny. I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> if it makes me laugh, I'm gonna like it. All right, that's fair. It's a great record. It really is. I, I love um, uh, Jilly's on Smack. That's another really good one. When where Les plays on the bow instead of, you know, with his fingers. It's yeah, really that's that's good. that's building like 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 a, like ambiance. It's building like ambient bass tones with with kind of like dumbing things down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then even when he plays with the bow, he's still kind of hitting like like multiple strings at once to create chords. And there's a lot going on in this. Oh yeah, definitely. It's good I stuff, like my, man. I like my version. It's like this toxic green looking variant. It's cool. Plays at forty five, but nice. I would I would like uh I would like your your test pressing of this one. I love my test pressing. So like I don't know, bro. My test <laughs> pressing, translucent green. Maybe so for nice. like Christmas you can send it to me. That'd be nice. You know what you know what I'm down to do? 
Oh God, here we go. <laughs> no, seriously, you should do this. I'll send you my green. Not getting my toy pass. You're not getting my toy pass. So if that, you, if that, if that, those are the next words out of your mouth. <laughs> cram them back in there. I, I'll send you my green naga hide at the same time you send me your your toy pass deluxe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and that's a fair trade. That's a fair trade. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Now that I know that you want it this bad, I'll I'll keep it in mind the next time I'm over there and we we do a, we do a trade because I know I know it's going to be almost impossible to get that that toy patch from you but i could find something else some other stuff in your collection for this green naga hide yeah and, and again so. I'm, I'm at the i'm at the point now where i i want better copies of what i have or more unique copies yeah. and given this was like my favorite album and i really love this i listened to this three times just this week and sloan loved it too but he loves everything so well, I he loves everything. <laughs> i thought i could indicate it doesn't mean anything <laughs> But the two dollar disco record today. Now that disco is <laughs> bad, but it's bad. Or his uh, fifty dollar soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so speaking of like having a good time with music, uh, Grave Diggers, right? Their album Six yes. Feet Under. This is their first album, ninety four. Uh, this this album came out like a ye- almost a year after Wu Tang's first album, but this this group sort of like predates Wu Tang, and this features Prince Paul, RZA. This guy, Fruquan, and then Too Poetic. Prince Paul was already super active. He produced most of the De La Soul stuffs. And then uh, just being a staple in the hip-hop world. Same with RZA. But Fruquan came with Prince Paul from this this hip-hop group called Stetsasonic. And then Too Poetic was, I think, I don't really know too much about him. He died really early in his life, in like the early 2000s or late 90s or something. Damn. Um, but this this group came about because Prince Paul was being like alienated from De La Soul, who were trying to produce their own music at that point so they kind of like pushed him away and so he called up risen and said hey dude like kind of like emo-esque like i have a lot of these dark thoughts that sounds like like suicidal and weird not like dark thoughts i have all these these emotions that are kind of coming out of me like let's let's make something dark let's make something aggressive kind of morbid kind of fun though and so this is like a super group of rappers coming about it sounds and, like and, I, I didn't realize rizzo was a part of it and like this 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 supposedly was the inspiration for RZA doing Wu-Tang and putting together Wu-Tang is this. And uh, this is, God, this is so good, man. This is such a fucking killer record. The soundscapes, the instrumentals, the style, everything is Wu-Tang here. It's just more morbid, more, more, more black comedy. It's so good. I'm interested in listening to the entire record. I didn't, I didn't realize they would sound like this. This is, it was actually, I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised. Did By you this. like did you like the song? Yeah, I did. I really did. Dude, that that Karas one hook suicide. It's a suicide. It was good. God, it's so good. It's re- it was very, very surprising. Very This surprising. was uh dude, this was another fucking vinyl me please drop. This it comes on this 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 black vinyl with this green like splatter kind or not green, uh, gray, dark gray splatter kinda, but it, it contrasts super well. And the front cover it's this foil cover, so it like it shines. Dude, this is an amazing record. Amazing pressing. Sounds fantastic. Hey, VMP puts out quality stuff. That's for sure. I'm telling you, man. Like, you just like just keep it. Just keep v- get the fucking year subscription. Just let them send you out the hip hop <laughs> stuffs. It never fails. I don't think I've gotten one hip hop album from VMP. Oh, I did skip the game last week or last month and bought a better Kid Cudi. Um, so there's that. <laughs> but otherwise, fucking fantastic stuff they put out, dude. And Great Diggs is so good. I'm so just not good. Th- I'm just not that big of a hip hop man, like you are. 
You got oh my god! You got to get into. I it. like it's a just, lot of it, and my hip hop collection is pretty big. And you love a handsome boy modeling school. Prince Paul produced like all their albums. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. I know so I know. you know, it's, it's he's there. He's a fantastic producer. He's a fantastic writer. Have they announced? Has VMP announced the next round of of uh, stuff? Yeah, we have this month, and then up until December, actually. Really? Okay, I have to look again. It's been a while since I've been on the site. Actually, I just got mine today. Which one? My uh, my my VMP one. Of great wait, you got Gravediggers? Well, okay, so I got two things actually today. No, no, Gravediggers was was months ago. Yeah, that's what I thought. This 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 new round of of stuff for the hip hop one. The one I got today, I've actually never heard of. I never heard of this person. It's like an early two thousands, mid two thousands kind of like indie hip hopper. I did some research on it. People say it's really good. Uh, I didn't listen to any of their music, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to listen to it. But I also I also bought uh, the Kid Cudi one last month, and my my record skipped, Oof. or no, it looped it looped on um, that that song Make You Say Oh 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 Oh. That's a good the song. Lady Gaga one. It was right before right before Kanye's verse came in, and it just looped. And I was like, oh man. And so then I sent him a video, and then I was like, hey, dude, it, it loops. And so they immediately sent me another one. So. They didn't even have you send it back, huh? No. Man. I'm telling you, man, that, that customer service with me, please. It's fantastic. I know. Top it. notch. Top I've come across notch. the same thing. Oh, is it, is it the, the artist Blue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never heard of him, never listened to him, so I'm, I'm excited to get into it this week. Yeah, they've only they only have... October up. There's nothing for November, December, January yet. It's it's October, November, December. It's on their that's on their Instagram. I'm well. I'm not. I'm on the actual website. Well, the website's stupid because nobody uses websites. We just use social medias, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but that dude. Yeah, dude. Hip hop wow. is is. Oh yeah, Jay Dilla is for November, and then and then um, I don't know the fuck's for December. Oh yeah, Jay Dilla, and then check your head. Uh, oh yeah, Ken I forgot they have that. They have Miles Davis too. that 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 check your head. Yeah, the red vinyl, and then it looks like what is this? Youssef Latif, Bob Dylan, Bob Dole, um, Capone, Bob and Noriega. Uh, I don't know who that is. Oh yeah, that's right. That's and then George Strait. Ooh, that George Strait is a really cool color. That 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 Capone a. Uh, the Capone in Noriega's '90s New York rap okay. duo. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, there's not enough here for me to uh, to jump back on the bandwagon. It's the about just taking cool. the gamble, though. It's about taking the gamble and trusting them, trusting the source that they're going to give you something that's fucking good. They, that's what it's about. I know. I mean, they they, they do offer a great service. That Miles Davis one is I, I'm interested in too. But uh, yeah. I, th- I, I think like for me, like it really comes down to I, I really, really love hip hop and they're giving me stuff that either I've heard of and I love or that I, I've heard of, haven't listened to. and I'm fucking blown away when I listen to it. Like Three Six Mafia. I never dove into Three Six Mafia because I thought they were goofy. But holy shit, dude. So good. <laughs> so friggin' good. <laughs> That's friend of the pot song would say. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm oh, just saying, boy. I'm like the fucking fanboy, fucking vinyl me, please. You really are. You really are, and I do stand by it. I mean, they they do put out really good shit. Like I've said, everything they I have sound from them nice. That, they that look nice. Great. Yeah, yeah, and customer service too. I had a 
I had a bad record. It was all dinged when I got it. And I took pictures, a bunch of pictures of it, and they said, okay, we'll send you a new one. Boom. Yeah, thank you. It. Fuck. There's, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I'll send you a new one. I got you, bro. Now I have two copies of a record. So. Yeah. All right. Someone. So what else you got? Uh, Nerf Herder. Yeah, this is Nerf a Herder. One. You never heard of this band? No, I've heard of them, but I just, yeah. I, we've never really talked about them ever in real life or on the pot. Because they're not like, they're not like an A-list pop punk band from this, this era. No, and, not at all. And, but like, they're still really, really good. This is, this is good old pop punkage, man, from the early, early 2000s. See, sometimes his voice, the way he sings, remind, it's not bad, it's just an observation. It reminds me of a mix, just vocally, of like Jimmy Pop meets Quackenbush. Just like oh. put them together. That's kind of what I feel like he sounds like sometimes. But overall, this band reminds me a lot of Phoenix TX. But Phoenix TX gets more aggressive. Yeah. yeah. More often. Um, but it's just, it's just fun stuff. And Nerf Herd is that band that, that I'm always like, okay, cool. If it comes up on a playlist, I would never skip it. I enjoy their albums. I don't think I've ever seen them live. Unless they've played at a Warped Tour, which I don't remember. But it's just good mm. stuffs, and they're really close with Joey Kate from Lagwagon. So he produced a lot of their albums, a lot of their early stuffs. So there's kind of that that fat wreck sound in there. Yeah, that very distinct sound. But but this is oh so this is their third album, two thousand two. But two reasons why I bought this one, um, it's it's a good album. I enjoy it. I really really like it. And and the other reason is it was it was cheap too. That's the third reason I guess. But it's also <laughs> on. It's on this yellow variant that looks <laughs> like craft cheese, and it's so oh. fucking ugly. It's so ugly. It, the, the, the color is exactly like craft cheese, and that is nasty. It doesn't make you hungry? No? No, dude. Craft cheese is so gross. Oh, please. You probably love craft cheese. Can I, I do eat? not eat craft cheese at all. We feed that to shit to the dogs. Dogs <laughs> eat craft cheese. Sargento, bro. If, if, if I'm buying cheese, but like, like bulk sliced cheese, I'm buying Sargento. Yeah. Straight That's, up. That, I, I eat Sargento as well. Yeah, I don't need craft cheese. Disgusting. Did you like this, <laughs> this, this song, though? Did you like the song yeah, that I chose? It was a good song. It was a good song. I, I can, I've never been able to pinpoint what is a Nerve Herder song and what's not. I mean, I don't think there's anything special about them. It's fun, but I, I would never go out of my way to really listen to them. Maybe if I saw them at, at like a festival and they were just kind of on and just watching them, that'd be cool. But, yeah, they're, they're fine. Like, they're cool. This is like a band that that if it's like Saturday and I have you know six hours to kill, I'm like fuck you, I have a six hour block of listening to records. Today's pop punk only. Like I'm gonna start with Blink, and then I'm gonna do something, and then while I'm looking for my third option, I'll just throw a Nerf Herder because it's it's good filler, it's solid stuff. I'm not gonna be tired good of filler. it. It's just good, good filler. Good, okay. good filler. Right. <laughs> it was like eighteen, eighteen dollars. It was like eighteen ninety nine, twenty bucks. I bought it from uh, Rocky's Town Records where I work. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I'm sure yeah, Fat Records is probably the same price. Price. Well, I got it right then and there, baby. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so what else you got? You got one one thing left. One thing left, baby. It's my pick of the week. Let's get into it. What is it? That is uh, Beach Rats and their album Rap Beat. This is their first actual full length album. This is. Uh, this is just a bunch of like New Jersey guys who who grew up in the punk scene, including Pete and Brian from the Balancing Souls, and then Brian Baker, who plays guitar for Bad Religion, but was also in the EP Days of Minor Threat, and then another guy that um, I didn't I didn't know a lot about, so I didn't write write about him at all. Maybe he's popular. I don't know, but this uh, 
This is so goddamn good, dude. I lo- Every time I listen to this, I love it more and more and more. This is legit a solid mix of 80s hardcore punk and epitaph era punk from the early 90s. Just straight dope. Fucking great. Fast, energetic, super fun. And it really sounds like a bunch of guys who grew up like to 80s hardcore punk and, and was like, hey, let's just, let's, just, let's just jam to this stuff. See where it goes. Let's just write a riff and then extrapolate on it. Or write a chorus. See where it goes. Love it. it yeah, it's such a simple concept, and it it works really well on this record, or in this. I didn't listen to the record, but this song. But I've been meaning to listen to the record. But I I think it's just I think it's so rad. And then I read someone review the record and comment that it sounds like the musical equivalent of nostalgic wanderlust for these guys, right? So these guys <laughs> are like touring with these bigger bands, Bad Religion, Bouncing Souls, but they always like you always come back to kind of what you grew up on, and and for like us. No matter what, like Blink is always going to be that, that, that comfort food, that grilled cheese, mac and cheese, whatever it is for us. We mm-hmm. always come back to that. These guys are coming back to kind of like that, that 80s era of, of, of hardcore punk. And they yeah. get in the studio and they're like, what, like, what do you guys want to work on? Like, do you want to like get crazy? Do you want to no, Let's just fucking dumb it down. Let's just do what we know best. Let's just do what makes us feel good. And that's, that's what Beach Rats is. And it's. I like the name good. too. The, the name is very 80s. Very, very 80s sound. I mean, to be fair, it's because they grew up in like Jersey, where the beach is. But East Coast Beach, pff, dumb. Yeah, that's cares? lame. <laughs> Might as well Compared be not existent. Yeah. Stupid, dumb. Like, we grew up in the California Beach. Okay, Southern California right. Beach. It's Southern California yeah. Beach. Orange right. County Beach, to to be more specific. Any other Makes beach on cooler. Earth is stupid. I agree. All beaches are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's yeah. a little bit of. Uh, of Beach Rats and their song Blown to Bits. Here we go. So good. Where did you get did this? You like from? it? Yeah, oh, I love it. I, I'm, I bought, I've, I've been wanting it. To I bought mine from uh, from Rock This Town Records. It was like twenty bucks, maybe maybe twenty two. It was cheap. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, it's, it, it spins at forty five. It's not a long album. I think it legit. It's under thirty minutes. I'll see if they have that at Radiation because if they do, I'll just swing by there. Because they usually go to White Rabbit like once or once every week or two. So I'll just swing by Radiation and pick it up if they have it there. It's also on like on like clear vinyl, which, which I like. I love clear vinyl; I think it looks cool. But yeah. now that I got my new, my new record player, which I have to—I don't have to—but like I, I use my fingers to manually drop the needle. Oh, you have to! I can't fucking see. I, I can't. 
I, I can't see where it starts. So like two times, like, like fucking A. It's like or like the other every... time it would start halfway through the song. I'm like, God damn it. It's like me every time I, I use your record player. Oh, dude. I don't think, you haven't used my new one yet. I can't no, even imagine I what that's going to be like. I shouldn't even be allowed to, to use it. I might put I might put on my old stylus just to give you a couple a couple dick. practice runs. You're such a dick. <laughs> but yeah, I can't I can't fucking see the record. So, you know, that's all right. But it's really cool. You should check it out. You should you should, you should just buy it. It's like twenty bucks. I know you'll like it. I I know I know I will. And I just checked uh the radiation site or puke and vomit records and uh they do not have it there. So that's really weird they that they don't. But whatever. Maybe I'll okay. order it off at Amazon because oh. Amazon's the way to go at this point, which I'll get more into later. But um, oh, oh, they have it on Amazon for twenty three ninety eight, twenty three ninety nine. How is it more expensive than Rock This Town? That makes no fucking sense. I think Rock This, like I said, Rock This Town between twenty and twenty two. I'm not exactly sure. So, you got anything else for the vinyls? That's it. That's all. All right, so let's move on to my stuff real quick. Uh, the first thing comes from the band Taking Back Sunday. This is their record, Louder Now. It's their third record from April 2006. And, um, yeah, this one, I love this record. It's my favorite Taking Back Sunday record. I'm so stoked that it got repressed on vinyl uh, because fucking since we started collecting, this record's been going for over 100 bucks. And that's just Crazy. silly boy talk. That so is silly when, boy talk. So when the website, their official website said, oh, we're repressing it, here are the pre-orders, I jumped on it, came out to be like 33 or 34 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's kind of pricey, but whatever, you know, I'll, that's that's cool. And then, um, you know, the release date came and went, a week, a week went by, and got nothing. Still nothing arrived in the mail, no shipping, nothing at all. And you're like, oh, well, it's popped up in my store, I already got a copy. And uh, and then all the record stores around here where I live all got a copy of it. I'm like, you know, this is fucking bullshit. I waited two weeks, nothing. So I emailed them and I said, what's going on? They're like, oh, well, it's uh, it's like stuck in in shipment, like from overseas or some bullshit like that. It's like, and I'm thinking, dude, I bought this, I pre-ordered this from the fucking official website. I know. And it's over two weeks late, so I canceled it and ordered it off Amazon. Got it the next day, and I got it for With like, that- I got it for like eight dollars cheaper. With that so, kind of like like lack of communication and 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 kind of just like lack of of care, and like fuck them. Yeah. Oh no, I I didn't. Fuck you guys. I don't feel bad at all. I mean, and you shouldn't because fuck that guy. He's an asshole. Yeah, I don't really like ordering off of Amazon, but yeah, I mean, it, ser- seriously, if you're pre-ordering from the f- official website, you, you should be getting first first dibs at everything. Right? Doesn't that make sense? At least sense? like throw down an update, dude. Like it yeah. it's not hard just to spam everybody that ordered the record and say, Hey, that I know it's taking a long time. I'm super sorry. Like that that alone would would, would buy you weeks. Would would yeah. buy oh, you yeah, so much sure. time. For sure. For sure. Ah, oh, it's so fucking annoying. And you know what's crazy? I remember I remember thinking before we started collecting vinyl, over the years, I would see, you know, people posting on social media like the new let's just say the new deftones record oh i got the vinyl it's like a week and a half two weeks before it actually is released because they would always send out the vinyl early in preparation for the album drop on on the streaming sites and i thought oh that's really cool but then ever since the pandemic hit or since we started collecting it's never been the case it's like the complete opposite it's the complete fucking opposite it's like all the all the all the store all the retails are getting all the retail stores are getting it before the before like you know the pre-orders all that shit, you know? It's fucking stupid. 
stupid ass fucking bullshit. It makes me so fucking mad. So yeah, fuck the Taking Back Sunday website. But uh, yeah, louder now. Love this record. Uh, it, it does sound good. It's a little bit a little bit flat, but whatever. It's it was made in a very digital age. It's not meant for vinyl. It wasn't pressed for vinyl. So I give it a pass for that um, because yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm not I'm not too stressed about it. I'm glad I have it. And my Taking Back Sunday collection is now complete. I don't need I don't want anything else from the band. Everything I have everything I want. So how much do you have? I have Tell All Your Friends, I have Louder Now, New Again, and I have uh, The Self-Titled. Oh, that's all I want. That's all I want. That's all I need. I, I just have Louder Now. That's it. Really? I th- oh, well, no, you have Tell All Your mm. Friends, but I have it physically with me because I haven't seen you. Mm. You should get New Again. That's a great record. Eh, I don't know if it's enough for me. It's still I, I, pretty readily I like- available. I, I like Louder Now. It's definitely not their best. It's just silly boy talk. Um, Liar is my favorite track, but my favorite song by, by Taking Back Sunday. But mm, that's it. I, I just need those two. I'm good. Okay, whatever. I think you should listen to New again. Maybe like, listen to it like five more times. Okay. Um, you'll understand. Yeah, when when has that tonight. when has that technique never worked? It's, it is true. Right? It took I mean, like 500 not, listens of, of Neighborhoods, and then now I, I semi-enjoy <laughs> that one. I told you to listen. I didn't even have to tell you to listen to it five times. You listened to it once. On no, the it was not once. No, no, it was, it was that one time, time when you were driving home to Arizona that you listened to it, and then you were pissed that you really enjoyed it. That's was, was fucking that I was right. bored. Okay, that's just stupid. Now you're just being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the next thing here, this comes from the one and only Nicki Minaj. Her first record, Pink Friday, this one came out uh, November 2010. This record is fucking stupid. It is so dumb. I haven't listened to it in years. Uh, I bought, I got the deluxe version, the three LP version. It's a nice translucent pink, and uh, it's very, very stupid, but I, I had so much fun listening to it. The nostalgia how just stupidly pop it is. I just, it's bad and great at the same time. I, I just, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's such a snap sh- snapshot of, of pop music at the time where they didn't really know where to go at this point. And it was just kind of like the wild west of pop. And like between 2008 and like 2012, it was just a we- really, really weird time for, uh, for this style of music. Because this is not hip hop really at all. It's, it's straight pop. Pop rap so. is it's what it is. It's 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 hip hop beats and raps with like really strong hooks and choruses. Yeah, yeah. and that's cool. Did you like I, this? Th- song? This is not. Yeah, I, I I I've liked Nicki Minaj for a long time mm-hmm. until recently, and like her effect of just had just worn off of me entirely, like super fast. Where I'm just like fucking tired of her now. But this was <laughs> this was a throwback to a time when I really did enjoy her music, and I do, I did. I did enjoy like her her quirkiness. It was it was fun. It was kind of it wasn't unique, but it was it was a breath of fresh air in, in this in this era of music, and and it was good. I don't know if I'd buy this. I don't know if I'd buy this. But I mean, I paid less than thirty bucks for the three LPs. <sighs> yeah, so That's a lot, though. Uh, it's not though. It really is not. That's a lot. The deluxe version, it's 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 solid. So I ma- I made you listen to the Natasha Bedingfield song. That's a Which good song. A great song. That's a great yeah. song. That, I mean, Natasha Bedingfield, she's a great singer too. And she had some 
bangers back in the day. But uh, but yeah, she's not that much older than Nicki Minaj. Like, it's weird to think if, about, right? If, if not, they may even be like the same age. Probably, probably. But we're talking like two totally different eras of of music, essentially. Yeah, stylistically, definitely. So, yeah, Nicki Minaj, get into that. I mean, th- this record isn't terribly expensive, and uh, now I, I want to get the uh, her mixtape, the Be Me Up Scotty one, because that that mixtape is like that one's like straight hip hop. This is yeah. this is like all hot all pop, but Be Me Up Scotty that that I think it's her second mixtape. It came out right before uh, Pink Friday, right before she blew up, and uh, that one's solid. And it just got pressed for the first time for Record Store Day this year, but that that records that first Record Store Day one sold out so fucking fast. But they repressed it really really quick too. So I'm just waiting to find a good deal on it, and then I'm gonna swipe that one up too. There you go. And then my Nicki Minaj is complete. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it's so sure. dumb. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> I really felt stupid listening to three LPs worth of Nicki Minaj, too. I really felt dumb. That's a lot it. of fucking Nicki Minaj. I know, right? But I had a like, blast. Again, though, like, it is fun. It is good. It's, yeah. just, it's just, I don't know. Every time Damn. I hear her do the same thing again still today, I'm just like, oh, okay, bro. Like, we got we to gotta move on from this, this, this shtick. But you this, can listen to bit. Bouncing Souls over the last 30 years and still be oh. okay, right? Oh. Got him. Got him oh. good. I will say though the the song on Pink Friday Roman's Revenge with Eminem is fucking awful. Like you can tell Eminem like threw down a verse with just like a BPM like just with like a drum machine and that's it. And then they they wrote the song around that because it it's so disjointed. It's so fucking bad. It's terrible. Wait, it's it's the, it's like the the only bad thing Eminem's ever done in his career was that Roman's Revenge. That sucks. But anyway, Moving on. This next one is my pick. My pick of the week. It comes from Alice Cooper. Uh, this is his four, It's the album Killer. It's his fourth record from November 1971. Uh, I kind of give this one... I, I, I've never really given Alice Cooper a chance ever outside of like, you know, 18 and school's out and that's pretty much school's it. Out. There you go. Uh, so I never really gave him a chance, but I came across this in, in, a, in a $5 bin and I thought, okay, it's five bucks. If it's that bad whatever I, i'm out five bucks so i got it 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 plays through perfectly no skips no loops no no major cracks or pops um there's a little bit of surface noise but it's really not terrible the cover has ring wear but it's not terrible it's not the worst thing i've ever seen or i even have in my collection so for five bucks it's worth it the music was fun it was fun listening to it it's really it's good it's solid blues rock with mixed with a little bit of psychedelic it's just good it's just good fun music to listen to i like it it's nothing amazing in my house right now i have three copies of this album to sell (laughs) and and all in various conditions and so i picked the best cover and then i put the best record in the best cover and and i spun it and i i agree this is this is good good solid hard rock it's fun it's it's a little a little quirky, a little goofy, but yeah. that's that's the shtick, right? That's that's it. That, there's that's nothing it. wrong with it. But I will say, when my collection gets to the the max, this yeah. is getting purged. Oh, so you are keeping it? I'm keeping it for okay. now. Yes, for now, for now. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad that you enjoyed something good for once. I also will say that when listening to this, I was thinking about which song I would choose. 
I swear to you, I chose the same song. <laughs> it's a good song. It's an eight and a half minute song. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many cool instrumentals. There's so many different changes in the song. It's the it's most solid. like proggy of, of the entire album. Yeah. I never realized he, he ever did anything this proggy. And I cool. also will say that I've never seen this album without massive ringwear on the cover. Never. Yeah, mine has pretty gnarly ringwear. And all three of mine have, have at least moderate ringwear at that at the least. But I've ne- even like the like Desi's, I've never seen a cover of this without a fuck ton of ringwear. <laughs> I wonder ringwear if it's just ring. how it was manufactured at the manufactured it, it has at to the be. time. And I've come across this album fucking dozens of times, if not twenty, thirty times. I've sold this album fucking at least fifteen times. Yeah. I, I've seen this in the wild too. But I've never seen it for five bucks. So I don't know. I, I thought, you know, I, I took a gamble on that Paul McCartney that for five dollars and I fucking love that the temporary secretary song is on it. Remember how fucking good that song is? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the best song on the album either. That was that, that was just that was that oh, was shit, just that like, was like, the best like, song. like reeling me in. No way, dude. There's <laughs> way better songs than the album. Not oh, to say that's not a great crazy. song. That song's great. That album is is is, is surprisingly it's, fantastic. It's fucking awesome. It's a great record. Oh boy. So yeah, every once in a while at White Rabbit, I'll, I'll I mean I I always dig through the five dollar bin, and every once in a while I'll come across a gem, and this is one of them. Kiss Kiss Alive I got from the five dollar bin. That was well worth the five bucks. Uh, you I, know, I know. I told you. Paul I McCartney's two. I mean, it, I find some gems in there. So. There you go. I'm going to play a little bit of the song Halo of Flies. I mean, like I said, it's eight and a half minutes long, but I'm just going to play the first like minute, minute, and minute and a half. So here it is. Halo of Flies from Alice Cooper's. Lies from Alice Cooper. Just wanted to give a little bit of a, a snippet of the song, just to kind of whet the appetites of uh, the people listening. 
Because mm-hmm. uh, it's a solid song. It's a great. It's a great fucking song. I recommend it. That's why it's on. That's why it's my song of the week. So get into that. Um, do we have anything else on the vinyls? Should we move on? Uh, that's it for me. Okay, so uh, let's see here. What do we have in the new music? Some new albums that have come out. Uh, let's get into Wednesday Thirteen. He put a he put out a new record <laughs> this week called Horrifier. I believe it's his ninth solo record. And uh, what do you think of this one? Because I know you listened to it. I know for sure you listened to this one. Do you, as did do I, you know for sure though? Like, do you do you really know for sure I listened well, to it? Tell me, tell me why <clears throat> I think that you listened to it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat here because I'm, I'm so fucking curious about this. All of this bullshit. So, so upon listening to this, I put this on at work and and I just put it on in the background. There are people there. I was talking, didn't really like pay attention to it until "Good Day to Be a Bad Guy" came on. Ooh, that's a good one. And, and that song came on. I was like, wow, this is fucking like this is really catchy. This is unbelievably catchy. And I was waiting. For like the chorus to drop, it's like good day to be a fucking bad guy, and I thought that was unbelievably catchy. And then after that, I was like, okay, this guy's just kind of throwing out stuff that is catchy, not not too goofy, but still a little bit goofy, a little bit campy, and it's all kind of in like the Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. I liked it, and so then I went on my uh, every Monday. I do like a little bike ride. I, I like to I like to get in downtown Gilbert, see what's going on, and then I listen <laughs> to the album of the week. In, in like a different setting, just earbuds in, you know, loud, and then just kind of focusing on the road, whatever. I mean, I can really focus on the music. And then that one was too short, so I put this one on all of a sudden. I'm like, holy fuck, this is even, like, better. I was very, very surprised at how great this was. Every single song on here, I think, is is at least <laughs> good. Is at least good. Some of these are, are like, certified bangers, dude. Like, some like Good Day to Be wow. Bad, for sure, certified banger. And I went out and bought it. I, I that same day I went out and bought it. <laughs> bought it yesterday. It's bought. unbelievable. When I got that, when I because I, I told you take a picture of your haul because that's what that's what you and I do. Whenever I was we, dying. we I was we, dying. We get to a good you. haul. Whenever we get a good haul, we always take got a picture it. of it and then we talk about it in our chat, whatever. And uh, yeah, I was just because you kept like teasing me with it. You're like, oh, I got something. I'll send it to you in a bit. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then when I saw it. Do you have it, any wow. idea that it was this? No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Mars Volta related. But yeah, I, yeah, I, it, I, it, I was fuck. shocked. I'm telling you, it was it was good day to be a bad guy. And it was mostly like, because it's so cheesy, dude. A good day to be oh, a fucking bad yeah, guy. Yeah, it's so stupid. The way he throws the fucking in there, like, oh, it's so cool to cuss. But it got me. It really got me. The camp finally got me. And, oh uh, my God! Here, here, it's it started, it started. I've not, I've not touched any other Wednesday Thirteen stuffs. I don't want to ruin a good moment. I don't want, I don't yeah, want to spoil because yeah. I haven't opened my my vinyl yet. I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't want to listen to a bunch of Wednesday Thirteen like, oh, this fucking sucks, and then spoil my listen. So after I listen to this and love it more, then I will go back and listen to more of his stuff. We'll talk but for now, but but you need to talk to me about it so I can try to guide you in in the right direction. Yeah. Because that's that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Because I, I know I know with Frankenstein Drag Queens you thought you thought it was fun, but that's like pretty much as far as it went. But there's a lot of Wednesday thirteen that sounds like this style. Like his last three records are very metal sounding. But then if you like the goofiness of Good Day to be a bad guy, you gotta listen to like his first three records. That's like his whole his first three solo records are all that shit. 
like the stupid ass fucking lyrics, the heaviness in parts of it, the kind of punkiness in some parts. Like, See, the, the like whole... it's essentially it's essentially yeah. pop punk music, just with really really distorted guitars and kind yeah. of chuggier parts to it. But it's like it's pop punk music. That's a pop punk song. Yeah, and it, I mean honestly, I know you've never listened to the second Murder Dolls record, but the second Murder Dolls record is a lot like that song. Just throwing that out there. I'm in the Just I'm in, I'm in my there. infancy stage here, you know. I I'll get you into there. it a little bit, but I'll get uh, you there. yeah, I was I was I was fucking surprised. It's been very been very rare times where I've I've listened to something that I did not think I was going to like, and then went out and bought the album. Um, Within the same like day, next days. day. Yeah. Wow. I, I just, I was so blown away when I saw that on your hall. I could not believe it. I was grinning yeah. from ear to ear. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that was a good day. I was I mean, just for, just for the record. I also bought BT Bam, uh, Alaska, and then I bought Great Logic record. new album, Vinyl Days, which I think is, uh, <coughs> that one's for sure my top five of the year. Like, like album really? releases of the year. Oh, dude. It's, it's his best album. Until the new Blink record comes on. Uh, We'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, okay, Wednesday 13, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, Horrifier. Yeah. New record, the cover art, right? The cover art's really fucking rad. It, it, it reminds me of, uh, of of Cypress Hill, and I, I, I like that. I dig it. That's kind of <laughs> like like uh, Black Sunday, Cypress Hill-esque. Okay. He, Very cool. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I have nothing against it. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. And yours is a gatefold copy, right? I haven't opened it yet. I don't okay. even know. I'm pretty sure it is. I think they only did a they only did two gatefold copies or pressings of the new record. I believe is it black or is it like yeah. red? That'd be no, it's black because the 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 red one came with the Ouija board. And oh, that was like, oh, I remember you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, remember that? You and it was fuck, like you should, God damn it! It was like sixty bucks, and I didn't. God, wanna, I swear to I swear to you, I would have bought that fucking one had I known this was that good. Like oh. I said, it's this is not this is not my favorite Wednesday solo record by any means. I think he yeah, does how, this style how, how better this on other up? records. Okay, that's what I, was I think. Say. I think the last record, Necrophase, was. I mean, so far, you know, I've only, I've listened to this record three times so far, and I like Jesus. Necrophase more than this one. But this is still a really good record, and I think Skeletons is a better record. I mean, I'm not going to go through all of his records and rank them right now, but um, yeah, no, he. he I, mean, I, th- I feel like he does his style have? better. I think this is his ninth solo record. Oh my god! His ninth solo, and then he has the two murder dolls, and then the four, five Frankenstein drag queens, the one gunfire seventy six. All right, all right. Two Let's get excited crows. here. This is this is reel it in a little bit. Well, fucking Wednesday forty five ninety six <laughs> albums. Who cares? Well, I know for sure you're not gonna like his outlaw country stuff. I know you're not gonna like. That <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> oh, that hey. just sounds terrible. But it's, I not, it's not good. Maybe, it's not good. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Bourbon Crow. It's not good. Cool name. But not, uh, I don't, I don't really like it that much. Okay. okay. But it has been a long time since I listened, so maybe I will like it now. Who knows? Anyway, let's move on. Um, Wolf Bros. They uh, they put out uh, the second, the volume two of their live records was Bob Weir, Jay Lane, and who else? Bobby Weir and the Wolf Bros. That's what okay. their their uh, their build their build as build as yeah build as build as that build sounds fucking really weird. Does that sound weird? Build as. No, not really. Not really. Bildaz? Bildaz? Well, the way you're saying it right now, like <laughs> with the question mark. Yeah. Bildaz. Land Bildaz. Like, like a person's name, Bildaz. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Bill. <laughs> Bildaz. Bildaz. 
Fucking weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 fucking so bizarre. Bildez. It's uh, it's Bob Weir, Jay Lane, and then uh, I don't know who's on bass, but one of the guys that's that was in the Grateful Dead, in some capacities, on that's on piano on the keys. Bro, please keys. That's so cool, bro. Um, but uh, I don't know if you listen to this, but this is Not this, this one, is. Though. So I I I think when I read, there's going to be five parts of this run of of concerts, which is so weird, so mm-hmm. unnecessary and dumb. But the first one that they did earlier this year in like February or March was fucking fantastic. Just all that I want from Bob Weir, all that I want from this group, everything was just absolutely perfect. I thought it was amazing. This one's a little too, uh, a little too like, 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 like brass, a little too, too much, well, oh. I guess, like trumpet, trombone, a little too much saxophone in there, but a little too much, almost like jazz influence. And, and not that I'm, I'm against it, but the Grateful Dead when they did like some of the jazz stuff, like Shakedown Street, was not the best because it was a little bit different, which is great. That's fine, whatever. But this one, I just I feel like it didn't it didn't flow that well. I didn't I didn't hmm. I didn't like it. Well, that's unfortunate. Like so you won't be buying this on the vinyls. I for sure will not be buying this on the vinyls. Oof. But but there there is there's a couple. I mean, this, this thing's like seventy fucking eighty minutes long, and it's like six songs. God, some songs so are like twenty ridiculous. minutes, some fifteen, sixteen minutes. There's a lot of really cool stuff on here, and you can hear him kind of like throw back to early Grateful Dead songs. There's a Terrapin Station like uh, a suite that he does. It's like twenty minutes, and you can hear him throw okay. back to like like Terrapin Station, Grateful Dead era, and it's really cool. And again, the guy's just I don't know how the fuck he's still like playing this caliber stuff at that at, at his age. He's like seventy five, eighty years old. That's fucking yeah. that's pretty old. So there's a um, what's that? There's a show on E, the the E channel, the E network or whatever. Like they do all the reality shows. They're the Housewives of Beverly Hills and all that stuff, Real Housewives yeah. stuff. And then there's that Andy Cohen guy who does the um, the stupid like <sighs> interviews after the the season's over. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. I oh, it's called um, what happens next or what happens? It's what happens something. But he usually has like you know people from from those sh- those kind of shows those really bad fake reality shows, but then <laughs> he had Bob Weir on. Oh, and I thought why I don't when? know. I I must have been recently because somebody I somebody I've known for a long time. Her name is Marina. Shout out to Marina. She's fucking hilarious, and she wrote a a fucking awesome book, um, a really funny book. But she's a huge huge deadhead, and um. She posted a, a clip yesterday of of that Andy Cohen guy with Bob Weir, and he was interviewing him like like a real legitimate interview, and I have no idea what why he was on there, and I forgot to research it more. But I thought if you knew who this Andy Cohen guy was, you'd look it up. But apparently not. No, no that's that's weird because it was it's just not very like, weird. I mean, it's 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 Bob Weir from the Grateful Dead. They they, they don't have like a, a following of people that are. That are that are like in the in the spotlight all the time, right? Where people are, are yeah. constantly talking about the dead, but like an underground following, they're arguably like the biggest underground following of, of any form of of media ever. Like 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 agree. deadheads are are fucking everywhere for God's sakes, in, in sports and in politics, they're everywhere, and they've been doing it since the '60s. And I, I it's 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 crazy to me. It's crazy to me that they're still like playing stadiums and damn near selling out stadiums as the dead and company <laughs> and jerry garcia has been dead for over 25 years and he's not even in the band i know 
that's that's just... the the wildest part to me is that he's been dead for over two decades, and they're still just just as successful now as they were then. They are it's they insane. are kind of like they are kind of like what Nirvana is now. Nirvana is is has become like a a corporation, and it, it really actually is a corporation. Yeah. And Nirvana is like a corporation where the smiley face is now the 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 target logo of Nirvana, right? That's that's their logo for their corporation. The Grateful Dead is kind of the same thing. They become this corporation without the corporation aspect of it. They have a huge following. They are they have this 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 outside impact that is not just music, not just drugs, but also like clothing, apparel. You know, they have like <laughs> Grateful Dead sneakers that come out that are worth thousands. So like sneakerheads are all about it. They have toys. They have comics. Like it's just. It's, it's fucking unreal. It's 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 <laughs> stupid. It is really stupid. Uh, consumerism, so good, right? I love it. Wasn't that like the complete opposite of hippie culture? It was like Man, it was all anti-consumerism. Hippie culture is stupid. They're it fucking was. Idiots. It was totally fucking stuff. Totally <laughs> like dumb. like. Like in, in in my younger days, I thought hippie culture was so legit. Oh fuck yeah, man! Like fuck the man! Like that's all cool. And then like you, the more you kind of like, the older you get and realize like okay, hippie culture is just a bunch of whiny brats who who are able to take time off of work or family to go protest shit that they probably wouldn't be involved in anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and then yeah. singing along a fortunate song like John Fogerty probably fucking hated all those hippies. Oh, I'm sure he did. All those he probably fucking, still talks about talk shit on them to this day. Spoon fed fucks, <laughs> but that's that's what's different with the Grateful Dead though. They don't care. It, it's not about like hippie culture. It's not about haves and have nots. The, the proletariat, the bourgeoisie. It's just about like this is jam. This is get high and jam. Like that, that is it. That's all they were about. Yeah, yeah. I I still can't get into them. I've tried. You know, I've tried. I listened to that. Four I know LP, <laughs> that four it's LP like five LPs. Five, it was five yeah, LPs. It was five, you're right. It was five LPs. Yeah, it's I half tried a day. <laughs> I I just I put it on my record player. I, I I did it like old school style. I put it on my record player. I sat on my floor, had a beer next to me. I listened to like the first two LPs, and I'm like, okay, I need to do something else. So I played video games on mute and just listened to the record. Still sat on the floor. I tried to kind of throw it back a little bit, you know. But I just I still couldn't get into it. I just I I I can't I can't get enough of this band. And I at this point I have every one of their studio albums minus the ones that I've already had and then got mm-hmm. rid of because I don't like. And then I have live stuff, I got boots, I got I, I got everything. I love it. It's great. Got a lot it's of awesome. shit. A lot of shit. <laughs> all right. So, is that all we have uh for new music this week? That's it. That's it. That's all. Well, all right. Almost so, all. the big news, the big fucking news came out today and um we might we need to talk about it after the pod, but we might do a a quick little live thing, not a live thing, but a quick little recording on Thursday night because Blink-182, they have reformed with Tom DeLonge. So now the current lineup of Blink-182 is Tom DeLonge, Mark Hoppus, and Travis Barker, the classic lineup of the band. And uh, they announced that a, a several new world tour, essentially, uh, over the next two years and a new album coming soon and a brand new song called Edging, coming out this friday and that's why i said we might post something on thursday night if uh, we can work something out but yeah i don't know i'm very excited i'm not getting my hopes up too too much because you know it's you just can't do that you know they're they're 50 year old dudes now and they're not going to be like they were during toy patch but i don't know what do you think of this what do you think of this I'm still very excited. DF. I'm fucking stoked. I'm hyping myself up so much. The little clip snippet that we heard of edging of that song. Yeah. 
I think it's great. I think it sounded fucking dope. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. That little four second thing that we heard, mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. I oh, I thought it sounded absolutely fantastic. I thought the little release video they did was was the perfect amount of like old guy cheese. Yeah. But it didn't cross the line of being like, okay, this is fucking pathetic. But did you like see the was... rabbit one? No. What rabbit one? There's what? a rabbit one where they're Oh dude, I gotta oh, I'm gonna send it to you real quick. Hold on. I'll just send it to you. I, I I'm I'm super excited <laughs> for this. I'm one hundred percent super excited for this. We're we're in a, a culture of nostalgia. We are yeah, we are reaching true. backwards in, instead of looking forwards. And I don't care because this is this is fucking Blink One Eighty Two. And again, people at the record store were coming in today excited about this news. And and after talking to them, they don't even listen to Blink One Eighty Two. They don't care about Blink One Eighty Two. So I'm like, then why are you excited? I'm like I don't know because everybody else is excited. This is <laughs> this is our society now. We are just hyped. Isn't that kind of obnoxious? I, I don't. Mm, Normally, I'd probably say, yeah, I'm like, fuck you, like, be, be like some kind of gatekeeping asshole, but I was just yeah. so excited all day today. I really was. I, w- I, I was, too. I was so stoked. I mean, we all know our love for Tom DeLonge, and oh, it's fantastic, and, and the, the, like, the four or five second clip, it does, it does sound a lot like the Last Angels and Airways record, the Lifeforms record, or something that could have been off of it, but then also, it's only five seconds, and I'm excited to hear mark's you know parts in it and travis's uh you know contribution to the song and i'm I'm just really excited i i mean i love neighborhoods i think neighborhoods is one of the best records they've ever put out it got a lot of shit at the time it's it's gotten more popular over time but fuck it man that record i loved it when it came out i still love it i it's just it's fantastic i love it but i i, I think i think i said i just watched it right now the the tiktok that you sent me as you were talking the rabbit I mean, it's, like, it's like fucking eight seconds long yeah, yeah, yeah. funny good stuff it is like yeah. perfect perfect and um i i think if they if they can pull off something unique something throwbacky but also something progressive but also something kind of adult but also something, something kind of like childish this 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 could be like this could be one of the best this really could be one of the best like like if it's a combination of like if it's a combination of the best of life forms and the best of California, which there isn't a lot of the best of California, but it has does it honestly does have some good moments there. Like if it combines those two things, I think it could be fucking awesome because you know, sure as shit, they work with Feldman on this without a doubt. Oh, they had to have worked with them. That's, that's the, that's the bigger question is, is Tom going to allow somebody to tell him what the fuck to play? After he's spearheaded a successful band, a successful career outside yeah. of Blink-182, is Tom going to allow somebody to say, no, 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 I think you should do it this way? Is he going to allow somebody to do that knowing that it's bad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. And I know uh, I, I saw today that Aaron Rubin, who is Elon Rubin's brother, who's the drummer for Angels, uh, Aaron produced and engineered the last two Angels records. And Aaron posted a, a video about the new Blink announcement and this and that. So that leads me to believe that he is a part of the new Blink record as either an engineer or as a co-producer with Tom and whoever else. Maybe it's Feldman. I don't fucking know who it's going to be. But um, I feel like it's going to be like a big, you know, combination of, of both sides, of, of the Feldy side and Tom's side as well. I really think it's going to be, it's not going to be really self-produced like Neighborhoods was and like Dogs was. I think it's just going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of moving parts. A lot like Nine did, unfortunately. But this might be better than Nine. I don't know. 
I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm going the opposite. I'm going the complete opposite. I'm going with that Mark doesn't give a shit about Feldman in, in a professional sense. Yeah, and yeah. he's going to do whatever it takes to make Tom happy. Travis is just there fucking because, you know, he's just Travis. What the fuck? What what does Travis care about? And so <laughs> except, it's, it's except really... his wife, Kourtney Kardashian. That's that's honestly, yeah, that's all that seems like he cares about is her. It's yeah, fine. I, it's not bad. I'm not judging him. I don't want to say anything other than I don't want to say anything else <laughs> nasty about Travis, even though something <laughs> popped in my head. But but I, I feel like Mark is going to do whatever it takes to make Tom happy, to keep this going because this is like this is it. This is the post cancer reunite reunation? Reu reunation? Reunite <laughs> what is that what is that word? Reu reuniting? This is yeah, the post-cancer reuniting, yeah. reuniting ruination. This ruination. is the, the post-cancer stone ruination of Blink. And so Mark is going to do whatever it takes to keep Tom happy. Tom is not going to allow fucking John Feldman to tell him what to play, knowing that it's bad. Just straight I mean, up. There's no fucking way. Tom is, Tom is too... They're too old for this shit. They're grown-ass men. No, I agree. Mark, I agree. as we know, emotionally underdeveloped. Tom is not. Tom knows what he likes. He knows what he wants to sound to be. He knows what the production should be, and he knows what it should sound like, and he knows what to do. He's had a successful band outside of Blink. Mark has not, so there's no fucking way Tom is going to allow John Feldman to to steamroll this prog- this process. There's just no way. I don't see it happening. I think I think we're gonna see. So, I don't even know. I I think we may see like a Tom like in, involved in the production aspect. So this is this is my newfound theory. Literally just right now I just thought of this. So I just checked John Feldman's Instagram. For what it's worth, he didn't post anything about the the Blink reunion. The only thing he posted about was the when we were when we were young festival that's happening next year. Goldfinger's playing. Because Goldfinger's on it and he reposted the Goldfinger post about it. So there's been no posting about the new Blink record or the Blink yeah. reunion. So that is a positive sign in that sense. And the fact that Aaron Rubin you know posted about it and reshared everything is a sign that he's a part of the this this re, this new iteration of the band or this new um era of the band and what i think is i think tom's working with aaron and then travis and mark are working by themselves in travis's studio because travis has a pretty pretty big studio that he produces a lot of albums out of especially out of with newer artists so i think that's what's happening i think mark and travis are doing it at his studio and then Tom at least did demos and a lot of stuff with Aaron and then brought it up to them because Tom was on Steve-O's podcast like two months ago, two and a half months ago. And what Steve-O does on his podcast, he has a motorhome and he drives to wherever kind of you're at and he will, and he'll meet you where, wherever you're living or, or really at at the moment. And then he'll do, conduct the interview on the motorhome, like a mobile motor, a mobile studio thing. And at the time, he was in Malibu, or he was in L.A., but it was Malibu. They, they kind of hinted at that it was in Malibu, and that's where um, uh, fucking Travis lives. So it all makes sense. It all makes sense now. I do feel bad, though, because Alkaline Trio posted nothing, and Skiva posted nothing. Nothing, yeah. And that, that, like, that's, that's fucked up, guys. And they Come completely on. wiped Skiba from the... Uh, <laughs> I know. That's so from shitty. From everything, yeah. That is so shitty. But then remember, we've talked about many times on the podcast, Skiba was never really a true member of the band. He was always kind of a hired gun, even yeah, from a like, legal standpoint. He was always kind of a hired you, gun. You just can't fucking pretend it never happened. That's stupid. Oh, that's true. Well, they kind of did but, it when, when they fired Tom. 
That's gross. They did they did the same thing when they fired Tom. They said he's no longer in the band. We're making new music, and then they never mentioned him again. And also, they did it to Scott Rayner, way back in the day. Well, so that, it's not I mean, it's. But that was in an age. So when Scott Rayner was nixed, that was in a non-social media age. When true. Tom was nixed, that was still in the early infancy of it. Now, when you do it, it's 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 magnified. It is, but they still treated Tom kind of the same way. So I. Well, Tom's a little fucking shit, dude. He shouldn't. Have, he should never have left him. He didn't okay. leave. He was fired okay. from the band. Okay. No, he, he, left. Was fi- he left. No, he was fired. He left. We all know Twice. he was fired. That's fine though. Well, he left the first time, but then he was fired the second time. So, I also checked their 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 Wikipedia like an hour after that that announcement, and that was already changed to uh, members of of Tom was was there <laughs> and, and past members was Skiba. Oh, that's sad. You know, I was like, Damn, you know what? Dude. What I would really love, n- not an entire album with Skiba on it, with, with as a four piece, but I would just really love it if they did one song with Skiba and Tom. Yeah, just one. Dude, that'd be fucking just rad. One single song, like it's like a farewell almost to Skiba, and just like a, not like outwardly saying thank you and, and you know, send him on his way, but just kind of they like they should a, fucking say thank you and send him on his way. Yes. Yeah, they he did help make him a lot of money. Uh, that is true, but. It would just be cool if Skiba was featured on one or did one song with them on this new record. I, I highly so, doubt it's it. It's just so fucked up to ask them, hey, dude, like our band broke up. We have nobody. Do you want to be part of our new band just for temporary? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, by the way, when you leave the band, we're not going to say a goddamn word. Like, okay, well, that's just. That's but he just also knew kind of what he signed up for. So it, but it's, it's it. like morally, it's shitty. It is. It is. I, I get it. Legally, it's fine. The, the all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, but morally, that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, but it is Hollywood as well. So, eh, it's well, it's Poway. So that's what they do in fucking Poway. Well, Tom's the only one who still does in Poway. Poway. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so are are we good with Blink right now? I mean, I know we're gonna have so much more to talk about uh, in the coming weeks, months, and probably years. God, so, so much more. Yeah. So uh, we got anything else? You got anything else? That's it. That's all. Okay. So thank you all for listening to the podcast. You know, you know the drill. Go to Spotify. Give us five stars, please. Give us five stars. You know, boost us up on the rankings there, and um, stay tuned for the main podcast because we're getting getting into the Mars Volta and their brand new record, Oof. the Mars Volta. And we're also going to rank all the records. So check it out. It's going to be fun. And that's it. That's all. Let's go right now.